Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Cat Builder Talk Radio Show with your host, small business expert, Mark Parham. Real talk with real people talking about real issues facing small business and our community today. Join us every Monday evening starting at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. To be a guest or for more information, go to capbuildertalk.com. Post comments on facebook.com forward slash capbuildernetwork. Enjoy the show. Hey, this is Mark Parham. Welcome to the Cat Building Talk Radio Show. Real talk with real people talking about real issues facing small business in our community today. Helping you build the capacity to change your life. Helping you, as I say, every week to walk in your purpose. Last week, last couple of weeks, I let you know great news. Cat Building Talk Show is now in syndication. Our reach is expanding. We join the LMB Network on every Monday and Wednesday at 1 p.m. on 13 stations throughout the United States. You can go to lmbnetwork.com to listen. And like I said, if you want to get to a large audience, you need to contact me as soon as possible. We have a great show for you today. You know, you see commercial after commercial about how to get in the real estate investment space. You know, it seems like a very good way to start creating wealth. But one of the ways that people invest in real estate is called tax lien investing. So on the show today, we're going to have Ms. Owens, the lead instructor for the Georgia Tax Lien Boot Camp, come on to discuss with us this way of real estate investment and how you can learn how to get involved. On the Cat Builder Minute, I'm going to discuss how running a business, you know, we're entrepreneurs, we get out there. How does it really affect your personal life? I'm going to talk a little bit about how that happened and what you can do to try to help with that, okay? All this today on the Cat Building Talk radio show. So i tell you what, I'm going to take a quick break and I'm going to come back and I'm going to get this conversation started. I'm going to do the uh, Camp Bill a Minute. Then we're going to start this discussion about tax leave. Right now, I'm going to listen to the in crowd. The average time a resume spends on an HR manager's desk is seven seconds, and most of them are tossed aside. Now imagine if one of those resumes belonged to Yasmin, who was... Living in a shelter, juggling three jobs. I had to be resilient. That's something that you can't teach. We rely so much on a resume, yet it could never tell the full story of someone who... Had to be independent and take initiative, and that's how I handle every project I get. Discover new ways to develop great talent at gradsoflife.org. Brought to you by Grads of Life and the Ad Council.
I didn't talk for a long time. I was sensitive to lights and sounds, so I built secret hiding places where they couldn't get in. Sometimes I do the same things over and over, until one day I found out I had autism. My family got me help. Slowly, I learned how to live with it better. Early intervention can make a lifetime of difference. Learn the signs at autismspeaks.org slash signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Hey, this is Mark Parham. I'm coming back. I'm going to talk just for a few minutes. I always try to bring something to you about just personal development, some of the things that are going to happen to you as, you know, as entrepreneurs, okay? And one of the things that I keep hearing, a lot of people keep talking about is, how does running your own business affect your personal life? You know, for many entrepreneurs, when you quit the corporate rat race to start a business, it's like you're, you're dirty. Because you're walking in your purpose. But sometimes the reality of self-employment can be a very serious shot. You know, it's not always that easy. You know, especially if you haven't done your homework. You know, so I'm going to go over just a few things that you need to take into account when you're thinking about starting your own business. One is the hours. You know, launching a new business, it requires a major commitment, especially in the early stages. You know, when you can't afford, you, know, you can't afford any employees, you're doing it by yourself. You know, it's not uncommon for you to be working 70, 80, even 100 hours a week. This doesn't mean you plan badly or you're doing something wrong. It just means there's a lot to do and you don't have anyone to help you do it with. So you need to take out some time every week to rest. You know, otherwise you're going to get fatigued. So you got to start working on, you know, going to that quiet place. You got to figure out what you can do to escape because it's just so very important if you're going to make this last. Number two is your relationships. If, if you're single, the time of commitment or self-employment, it can make it difficult to meet and date and, you know, meet potential life partners. But if you're married or in a relationship, self-employment can... Uh, can place a real strain on the relationship. You know, the stress and hours of running your own business, it can bring out the worst in your character. You know, sometimes you're physically and emotionally just fatigued. And sometimes your partner can feel isolated. So you really want to work on this. And sometimes it's often hardest a lot of times on female entrepreneurs who want to feel successful as wives or mothers outside of their business. So you really got to work on having a partner that's going to work with you and making sure that you're putting what you can into the business. But, you know, next one is financial instability. You're working in corporate America, you have a job, you know you're getting a check. When you're running your own business, sometimes you don't know when that next check is coming. So you need to work on these things. Uncertainty about money can add to your stress. You know, it can make make things difficult with your, your maid or people you're sharing your lives with. So you got to figure it out. But these are normal things. You know, sometimes the fear of losing everything can be overwhelming. So you got to conquer that fear. But it's not all bad. There's not to say that running your own business is all doom and gloom. The early years can be very, very stressful, but they will pass. As your company goes, the one thing you got to do is acquire help to help you cope with the daily grind. So you have to learn how to do this. Best of all, you have to have pride and confidence that comes with knowing you've taken a step to walk in your own purpose. So some of the ways to get help, business coaching, that's what I'm here for. You can contact me. You can go to meetwithmarkspellwithac.com, and you can 
learn about how I can help you or any business coach can help you grow your business. You can take training workshops. You can attend industry events, but what you got to do, you got to get out there and start living so that you can take control of your life and enjoy the life that you you step for yourself, a life so that you're walking in your own purpose. So this is Mark Parham. I'm going to go to break. And when I come back, we're going to start this discussion about tax lien investing to generate wealth. We listen to it all on the Cat Building Talk radio show. I'll be back in a moment. People are always looking to invest in a good opportunity. So what if you could invest in the future of kids, like a stock? Not the kind of stock that's about making money, but a stock for social change called Better Futures. With your investment, it helps students like me go to college. My name is Charles, and I'm your dividend. Invest in Better Futures with UNCF. Visit uncf.org slash invest. A mind is a terrible thing to waste, but a wonderful thing to invest in. Brought to you by UNCF and the Ad Council. Dear John, I'm leaving. Uncontrolled high blood pressure is serious, and I can quit whenever I want. Why can't we get back to when you checked on me? I don't want to leave. But remember, when I quit, you quit. Sincerely, your heart. Listen to your heart and don't let it quit on you. High blood pressure can lead to a stroke, heart attack, or death. Get yours to a healthy range today. For help keeping yours at a healthy range, text PRESSURE to 97779. A message from the American Heart Association, the American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the Cat Builder Talk radio show with your host, Mark Parham. Real talk with real people, talking about real issues facing small business and our community today. Hey, this is Mark Parham, and I'm back. I'm going to set the stage for this conversation we're getting ready to have this night, tonight. As an investor, you're always looking for new opportunities. You evaluate risk and reward. But this one thing we're going to talk about tonight has been around for a long time. It's called tax lien investing. It's increasing in popularity among investors of nearly every level. But buying tax liens is not for every investor. It requires upfront capital. It's going to take some time to see a return. But the return is going to be tremendous. But before you consider this, we're going to talk about it just on this show today with Ms. Owen. She is... I understand the guru of tax lien investing. So welcome to the show. How are you Thank doing? Thank you, Mark. I you am know? doing wonderful. Thanks yeah. for having me. Yeah, you know, it's been a, you know, I'll tell you we were earlier, we had some technical difficulties, but it's all going to work out. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. So i tell you what, what I do. It, it always does. So what I'd like to do to start the show is to have you, Introduce yourself and your organization, 
And then we'll start talking about this whole tax lien thing. And, you know, that networking pitch, that 30-second or one-minute speech that you give when you go to a networking <laughs> event and people say, who are you and what do you do? So go oh, ahead. You have the mic. All right. Well, I am Chantel Owens, and I am a full-time tax lien investor, and I've been investing in tax liens for 10 years. I've been a full-time real estate investor for 20 years. And I fell into the tax lien niche, and I have not looked back. Tax liens is an excellent, excellent strategy for building wealth. It has helped me build wealth. And I have now begun to teach others how to do that. So that's my 30-second pitch, Mark. All right. That'll work. <laughs> so, let, you know, you know, I, I, I said in the early part of the show, you, you, you didn't hear it because you know, they have you set up right, but. You see all these commercials on TV. Come to this realistic thing. Come to this. I made tons of money. You see all these commercials, and it's almost so saturated that you kind of distrust it. You know, it, it can't be this easy. They make it sound so easy. So let's just talk about, before we get into the tax lien aspect of it, you said you were a real estate investor for a number of years. Why and how did you start doing it? So people can kind of see there's a path. Right. So I actually started out as um, buying subject to, and I moved into wholesaling, flipping, and then landlording. So that's just the traditional path. And then mm-hmm. in, I went through two market crashes. So I went through the 2001 market crash and then the 2007 market crash. And then during the 2007 market crash, I actually um, lost like 17 properties based on having adjustable rate mortgages. And it just mm-hmm. so happened that one of those properties that was actually supposed to be foreclosed on, the bank never foreclosed, and so that property went into a tax sale. And I was contacted, and, you know, I've never looked back. I, I, that <laughs> property was worth like 89000 and somebody bought that property for 2100 and then I was able to actually redeem it because I caught it in, in time enough to be able to redeem it. But that really caught my attention. And so I just studied. I, I reverse engineered the process. And because I had a, already had a real estate background, you know, ultimately I was looking to own property free and clear. And, you know, at $2,100, I saw that that was very possible. So, yeah. you know, I, I eventually became a tax lien investor. And, you know, it's been that way ever since. So let's talk about the whole, you know, for those that don't really understand it, the foreclosure process, you know, you own a house or and it gets foreclosed on and it goes on the market. Explain that process. Then explain how tax, the taxes play into that. Okay, so you own a house and you get behind mm-hmm. on the mortgage. And then in Georgia, mm-hmm. there's no judicial process. So within 60 days or after 60 days, the mortgage company can begin that process to foreclose on you. So once they Mm -hmm. start that process, they begin to send you notices. And then at that point, most people just walk away, which is what I did. You know, I didn't want to go to the courthouse steps. I didn't want to try to fight anything. I was in over my head, so I just walked away, which is what most people do. But typically, that mortgage company has to take that property to the courthouse steps and then they have to auction it off, and then they can they have a right to buy it at auction as well. And so then once they do that, the property is moved from the original homeowner's name on the deed records back into the mortgage company's name. 
And so then mm-hmm. in, in the tax lien process, how that works is it's totally separate from the mortgage company or um, any other foreclosure process. It's strictly based upon a person not paying their taxes. So it can happen outside of foreclosure or it can happen oh. in conjunction with foreclosure. So they're not necessarily and, tied together. I thought they all went together. So technically means that someone just didn't pay the taxes on their home. Exactly. Exactly. And so and you so don't one, pay the taxes and you don't own it? <laughs> right. Well, it's not quite that simple. I mean, it's simple okay. enough, but it's not that quite that simple. So then okay. the county has to go through its for um, its legal process. And then once they, okay. you know, contact the homeowner and, you know, they will put a um, notice in the newspaper, they will serve the person, then they can put that property into auction. And then once it's mm-hmm. in auction, that's where I, the tax lien investor, steps in and I'm able to buy it at auction. Okay, so it's auctioned off. So that I means a bitter, bitter, bitter type thing. Yes. Wow. Yes, it's yeah. And um in Georgia, um, you know, Mark, I always um come across people who, you know, say, Well, how could you do that? You know, people are losing their homes, you know, um you're you know, kind of devastating <laughs> communities and um the one thing that I always tell people is that you really have to educate yourself on this process to really understand that that's not true. And I'm a perfect example of that because I was actually able to save a property that I own because in Georgia you have a 365-day redemption period where a person can Mm -hmm. actually come back, you know, pay the money that was, um, you know, that the original investor bid at auction, and then they have to also pay an additional penalty of 20%. So it actually is giving people like an additional year to come back and be able to get their properties. And then in addition to that, if – the taxes aren't aren't paid, then the counties can't function. And then, you know, you start to, gotcha. a bunch of chaos will start to ensue, you know. So, um, but that's pretty much how the process works. So, taxes, you know, you bid on it, and you take ownership of the house just for the tax, just by paying the taxes. Right. So in that first year, you have no, you can't take physical possession of the property. So for okay, year, that's what I was wondering. Okay. Exactly. Your money is just sitting there, which is why it's not um, attractive for some people, is that they don't want to okay. have their money tied up for a year. But ultimately, to do that, you're going to at, receive at least 20% or the property. So, you know, there's not many places where you could put your money and let it sit and get 20%, you know, not typically not even in the stock market. So, I mean, it's still so, a great strategy. So so you get that 20% if the original owner comes back and reclaims their home is what you're saying. Yes. If they, if they come back within that first year, you get 20%. Mm-hmm. But as, let's say, that year is up and you, you step into the second year or three, day 366, then you would get 20% plus an additional 10%. So it goes but up you, 10% every year until you, you actually own the house. Now, now, after the year. So then you have to do, yes. 
after the year, you now, would have to actually do a foreclosure process as well. Okay, gotcha. It's not a gotcha. judicial process, and you don't have to take it back on the courthouse steps, but in essence, it's just like a paperwork legal process that you have to serve the people, letting them know, like, this is the final time you will be able to redeem this house. So then you'll be able to take physical possession of the property at that point, but you still won't have what we know as a clear title. So then you'd have to do an additional step, which is file a quiet title action to be able to get a marketable title to where you could actually sell the house or the property with um, a warranty deed. But if you were going to buy it, if you were going to hold it, then you could, Mm -hmm. you know, actually take physical possession and hold it without filing that quiet title. Okay. So, so that's why some people think this, you know, this takes a long time. But it, it sounds to me like the re- it sounds to me like the reward for it can be enormous if you have the money to invest in letting it sit for a year. Yes, it's definitely a game of patience. It's a long strategy game, but once you start to reap the benefits, you're way ahead of the game because you see most investors don't really have a concept of what it means to own real estate free and clear. Mm-hmm. So once you once you're done with that property, you now own it free and clear. You know there's no mortgage because typically you can't get financing to purchase tax liens. So it's not like you would have taken a mortgage out on it or you know anything <laughs> like that. Wow. So, I mean, so can you give an example like of a home? You know, kind of a financial example where. If somebody waits for 12 months, the kind of revenue that they could possibly generate. Right. So they range all over the place, but I'll give you one that I'm working on right now. Okay. So I, um, with a a few business partners, um, we purchased the property for $3,200. And Mm -hmm. at the time, the property was worth about $60,000. Um, okay. But it's been like about two years ago. Now the property is worth one hundred and twenty nine thousand. That property okay. we have put, we're rehabbing it now. We're almost finished, but our rehab budget was fifty five thousand. Mm-hmm. Over those two years, we, um, in holding it, we put another three thousand in it because we had to pay the the taxes. You know. Keep mm-hmm. paying the taxes, and then we had to make sure the property was secure and, you know, do the lawn mm-hmm. and those type of things. Mm-hmm. So altogether, we're in the property for 61000 and the property mm-hmm. is worth 129000 gotcha. So, you know, we have several different things that we could do. We could flip it. We could rent it. We could refi, pull some cash out, and still rent it, and then take that cash and do it all over okay. again. So now you basically have an asset that you can collateralize it with. Yes. You have a $129,000 asset. Yes. Okay. And then the beauty about it is so I am a buy-in holder. Um, I rarely mm-hmm. sell properties because, like I said, I went through two market crashes as a wholesaler and a flipper, and I had to start all over from scratch from zero. The second market crash, you know, I remember a point when I had like $20 to my name. And so, you know, when I got back into real estate, 
I said, you know what, this time I'm going to buy and hold so that, you know, um, ultimately market crashes come in cycles. So when it comes again, I'll be able to sustain myself through, you know, rental properties and residual income. Okay, so you buying home now. All right. Yes. <laughs> okay, all right. Yes, I think I've I've sold one property in the last 10 years. And then that property, I'll give you an example of that property. That property we purchased for 4000 and it um appraised 2 years later at 150. And we had a tenant in it and um she wanted to buy it. And so, you know, we let her buy it. Oh, yeah, why not? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So it's all about, so your strategy, you're looking at the long game. So a lot of times you see flips of how people buy them, they try to flip them in 90 days. So this is a a long-term strategy of real estate investing then, what you're doing. It is. It definitely is. Because even if you're, even if you're a wholesaler or a flipper, tax lien investing could be really great because, Ultimately, what happens is you end up with a pipeline of properties. So, you know, your first year you have to wait because you have that statutory period. Then year Mm -hmm. two, you're dealing with the properties from year one, but at the same time, you're getting more properties. So then by year three, you just have a consistent pipeline. And sometimes you probably won't be able to even keep up with that pipeline. So you could sell off your extra properties or you know, we have a couple of properties that's just kind of sitting and waiting for us to get to them just because, you know, we are starting to enjoy the, the fruits of our labor and we're not as in wow. a, much of a hurry. Okay. So can you do a combination of both? You can do some flipping and some holding and is that a good strategy yeah. or you got to do one or the yes. other? Well, no, you can do either or. So my initial strategy was to get to a certain dollar amount in monthly income before I started to um, sell. And it just so happened that the partners that I've attracted, you know, they like that same strategy because, you know, as you get older, you just start to look at things differently. And so, um, yeah, but, you know, obviously I, you know, work with a lot of younger people and they're like, no, I don't, you know, I'm, I want that cash now. (laughs) So, you know, and then you can actually uh, sell your, so when you get the tax deed from the county, you can actually um, sell or assign that tax deed. So a person would just step into your same position. So, you know, I've sometimes, purchased a tax deed for let's say five and then I'll just turn around and sell it to somebody for 7,500, you know, just to make a quick, you know, and then I'm not, okay. I, you know, I'm done with the property. So tell me this. So then they you would have partners. to do that. So yes. you mentioned partners, type of investment. I hear this term a lot now. It used to be people out there by themselves, but now people are going in. So I guess they're, they're, they're spreading the, the debt or they're spreading the exposure. So let's talk about partners. How does that work? Well, there are several different ways that can work. So one, and my favorite way is, you know, private money lenders who just like to lend me some money. I can go buy the tax deeds, and then when that year is up, pay them their money back plus interest, and then they go on about their business. (laughs) 
and I deal okay. with the property. So that's one way, because um, some people just don't want to be bothered with it. They just want a, a nice return on their funds. And then the okay. second way would be like joint ventures, where um, how this has worked for me in the past is I um, find um, silent money partners, so they um, provide the money, and then I do the work. You know, so I do okay. all the research. I go to the auction. You know, I make sure that the property is taken care of during the year. I, you know, do the legal process, and then I handle the rehab as well. And then we split, you know, based upon what we negotiate, you know, we split the proceeds in that manner. Okay. All right, so they're silent, though. You're doing all the work. So Okay, so so is your work your investment, or do you also have to add funding to that? Um, it's, I, it's worked both ways for the most part, okay. um, because I, ultimately I'm going to most of the time still do the work. I, you know, okay. even if I put right. money up, I try to allow <laughs> my uh, time to be my investment, you know, cause otherwise okay. then I might as well just do it for myself. <laughs> right. 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 So, yeah, yeah, so, so, so this seems like a very big deal. So let's talk about the current, uh, real estate market is this a good time for this, or uh, if people if people are thinking about getting into the real estate market, is this something a way to start? Should you start with something like this, or what are your thoughts on entering the market at this present time? Okay, so the tax lien market goes along with all the other markets. So you know, um, inventory is high right now. So even in the tax sale, it's a lot higher than when I first got in. However, it's still lower than anywhere else you're going to get it. So the tax lien market is still, you know, at least 40 to 50% of value, you know. So if not, okay. sometimes less, just depending on um, what areas, areas you're dealing with. So it's still the lowest, you know, price point that you could get in in terms of buying real estate. Um, so from that standpoint, I think that it's still a great entry point, especially for new investors because the amount to get started is so low. Now, the flip side to that is that there's no financing for it, so you have to have, you know, your own cash. You have to you can okay. use your retirement funds, you know, we work out strategies for people to be able to, um, you know, move their retirement funds over to like a self-directed IRA or 401k, and then they can, you know, buy real estate, you know, instead of, you know, allowing somebody else to invest their funds. And so, okay. um, and then now though, there's, you know, we're getting back to the times of unsecured financing, you know, being readily available. So now people are able to, We've partnered with some people that, um, you know, if people have, let's say, like a 660 credit score, they could get unsecured financing to go to the tax sale. So, Okay. Yeah. So let's talk about the Georgia Tax Lien Boot Camp. So what is this <laughs> <Okay>. about? <laughs> you know, it's funny that you mentioned the commercials that you hear. Um, most of those places, even though I've been investing for – 10 years, I still like to um, further my own education. So I take a lot of those classes. And mm-hmm. 
to be honest with you, a lot of those classes are really good that you hear on the radio. But I okay. would say the one thing about those classes is that they're typically national companies, and they typically mm-hmm. don't know that much about Georgia. And so when they come here, they'll try to discourage <clears throat> the people here from investing in Georgia and, you know, have them invest somewhere else. And, you know, I find it's just mostly because they don't know. Georgia's structure is, you know, it's very quirky compared to a lot of oh, the yeah. other structures. And so um, that's actually how I, you know, began to create the Georgia Tax Lean Boot Camp. I had a mentor um, I really wasn't interested in teaching at all. You know, I actually was getting ready to retire. Um, you know, I've built up my portfolio. I'm ready to travel the world and do some things. But I have a mentor, and she kept telling me, you know, you know this information so well, you should teach it. And I was like, no, nah, I don't think I want to do that. And then one day, you know, I was taking a class of hers, and she was teaching how to attract private money lenders. And, you know, of course, she had me right where she wanted me. And she was like, you know, if you start teaching, you know, you're going to establish yourself as an expert, and then you'll attract private money lenders. And so, you know, I just kind of got caught up in that. And from there, the Georgia Tax Lane Boot Camp was born. So that's how it actually was formed. So how long have you been doing the Georgia, how long have you been doing the boot camp? I've been doing the boot camp since August of last year, actually since May, because mm-hmm. we started promoting it in May. So I started to do like introductory. Um, I have like mm-hmm. a, a one to three hour introductory course that I offer for free, so people can, you know, just get a gist of it, and then they can take the boot camp. And so I started that in May of last year. So we're coming up on about a year, but I did my actual first boot camp in September of last year. So how did it go? Did people learn? And so how many people yes. from the class started investing? Okay. You know, yes, I had so many students that went out because we uh, we had that class like the last weekend in September. So then the tax sale was coming up that first week, that first Tuesday in October. So I had like five students go out and buy property. So I was really excited about that. And I really didn't even have any intentions on continuing to teach, but those students were like, so we're ready for the advanced class. We want you to actually, you know, because the, the first boot camp was just like a one-day class, and it was just me standing up in front of them, teaching them. And so they're they're like, we need a hands-on class. We want you to show us now. So, wow. you know, they just kept calling me and emailing me. So I said, okay, well, let me, you know, go ahead and put this together. And, you know, it's just been, you know, and I love, I, so so now I love teaching. <laughs> okay. I didn't know I so would like turned, teaching, but now I love teaching. So you actually, from a business you started doing the real estate, and you just, so you've actually added another revenue stream to your whole real estate empire. And we call yes. it real estate empire. <laughs> and so, uh, so you're doing the training now. So you you, you read the book yet? Are you working on the book or anything? Uh, You know, people keep throwing these things at me. And, you know, I really am struggling with retiring and still doing it. So I'm like, do I add something else to the plate or do I? So what I'm working on now is a digital course to where, you know, that would allow me the freedom that I want. And then maybe I can teach the boot camp like twice a year. So that's actually what I'm working on is, 
And then I've okay. also um, I've created a real estate school with the, I'm also a licensed agent. And so I'm creating um, CE courses for agents. But my goal is to train other people that could actually, you know, go out and teach these courses. So wow. I had an internship program from See, January I, I, to I, I, I don't know if you hear yourself talking, but I don't hear retirement coming too soon. I know everybody <laughs> says that. Well, I'm trying to put other people. Well, my goal is to empower other people so that they could do the same thing that I did, and then you know have them continue on the Georgia Tax Lean Boot Camp. So that's my goal. Well, I want to help you real quick. What we're gonna need to do is redefine the word retirement. Okay. Oh yeah. You can retire. Yes, yes. We can re- you can retire for a week at a time, or you take your little world cruise and then come back. <laughs> retirement doesn't mean it's all done and over with. Okay. Yes. You can have you can have multiple retirements. So we need to just right. change that word for you. You know that you, you are maybe so right. You know, I read that book, the Four Hour Work yeah. Week, where yeah, the guy talks about. about. Yes. Yes. That is so yes. Right. <laughs> yeah, Tim Ferriss. Yeah, I'm going to recommend that yes. book to you because. You can re- you can you can retire right now, but just to me, as long as you're doing things that you're walking in your purpose, and you feel the value of the work that you're doing is great to you, that's a form of retirement where you you know you decide mm-hmm. in December I'm going to go Turks and Caicos and stay there for thirty or sixty days. That's that's fine. Well, Mark, it's funny you say that because I am. I'm going on vacation June, July, and part of August. So I'll be gone. Go. I won't be doing <laughs> So you retired in June, July, and August. Yeah. So you come back from retirement. Think about the athletes that retire and they keep coming back. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, all right, my man. Uh, young brother, Rick Boxer, sitting in the last I've heard he trying to come back again. But my point is, is that I think, you know, you said some very important things. You're trying to help people change the condition of their life, okay? And um, that's a different kind of energy that you're using, you know? And, and, and I think it's a good energy. And, you know, the digital training, maybe you do two boot camps a year. Uh, but I think you can figure out a strategy because, to, to me, that's what this whole entrepreneurship thing is about, creating a and I try to tell people entrepreneurship is not a job, it's a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're trying to create the right lifestyle. So that means three months out of the year you you off doing your thing and uh Ooh, you I'm come back more and, than three months. Yeah, all right, well hey. <laughs> <laughs> but but what whatever it is is that um I think as long as you're doing the the work that you're doing and helping people change the condition of their lives. I think it's a great thing. So you have yeah. some boot camps coming up, or I don't know if people want to, you know. So what yeah. happens, before we say, what happens in a boot camp? Let's kind of go by, we got to get, like, real details. So what happens in your boot camp? What okay, so the boot camp has evolved over this short period of time just based upon feedback. So the first the first day, the first half of the day is strictly theory so that a person can understand the process from front to back and back and forth. They'll be a pretty good, you know, expert at that process. So then the second half of the day, we actually I make them get their laptops out and they actually start 
download and list. You know, um, they tell me which counties they're interested in, and I actually help them find those lists from those counties. Then we start to process the list, you know, meaning doing the research of um, the computer research. Like we're looking up ARVs, we're looking up rents, you know, we're looking up um, the geography to see where they're located. We're creating routes. And then we actually take that route and we take a bus tour and we start to go look at properties. And then I show my students how to estimate rehab costs simply by looking at a property. Because when you're dealing with tax lien properties, a lot of times you don't get to go inside. And so over 10 years, I've just developed a method to be able to tell, you know, if this property needs 20000 30000 60000 70000 and then, mm-hmm. um, you know, they're determining if the property is occupied or vacant because you have two different strategies in um, invest in tax lien investments. You have property investors, but you also have interest investors. So there are people who don't want the property. They simply want the interest. And this is actually where I want to move to because once you start to have <laughs> bigger amounts of capital, that interest starts to, you know, add up. You know, if you have a hundred thousand yeah, dollars that you put into the tax sale, you're going to get at least twenty thousand back. So, and that can happen. That doesn't necessarily take a year. You know, that can happen like in two days. So that's the investment okay. side that I want to go to. So I go over okay. those strategies with them, and then um, we come back. Um, we do a mock auction. Well, we do a couple mock auctions because as they develop their skill set, they may bid differently based upon the new knowledge that they have. But we do a couple mock auctions so they could get comfortable and have confidence with that. And then the third day, we actually take them to the county auction. So it's a weekend, it's the two days on the weekend, but then the third day is actually the first Tuesday of the month. So we take them to auction, and if they're ready, they can bid. If not, they can watch me bid and get a little bit more comfortable. Gotcha. Wow. And so um, you take them. Yeah. You take them all the way there. Then. Wow. Yeah. So okay. my boot camp is a little different than the ones that I've attended. Typically, people are giving you an overview, and then they want to charge you like twenty five thousand for a mentorship. So I give you the overview in the free in the free introductory hour session. You get to know everything you need to know to make a decision on if you want to invest in tax liens you come to the boot camp by the time you leave the boot camp you're a tax lien investor you're you're getting all my 10 years of experience you're getting my vendors you're getting my attorneys you know the software that I use you will have used it by the time you leave the boot camp so um you know that's what wow. you get yeah so uh when your next boot camp coming up? My next boot camp is this weekend. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yes, it's um, Saturday and Sunday. Um, it's at the Cobb Galleria, and it's from 9 to 5 each day. And then the third day is May 1st, which is the first Tuesday of May. Okay. Did, did you send me a flyer on that? You may have. If not, send it to me. I believe sure so, yeah. Okay. Okay. I'll send it out with the show tomorrow. Um, and we broadcast. So boy, I mean, you. Uh, it's so funny because you you see these commercials. You see, like I have relatives. I got a cousin in Houston that's really into real estate, and 
he goes to these things and he comes back so charged up. He's like, he can take on the world, you know, and he's very <laughs> excited about it. So I can imagine how people feel when they learn what you're teaching them. So, you know, mm-hmm. so we'll go ahead and start wrapping up. But as we do, I want you to kind of come up with some things or, you know, two or three things that people that are thinking about this and maybe want to get into it, some recommendations, some pearls of wisdom that will help them understand what you're getting into. Okay. Well, one, um, I would say determine what your goal is first. Do you want to be a property investor? Do you want to be an interest investor? And then that can help determine your role in tax lien investing. Um, Also, you know, you want to find your financing ahead of time. And um, really, you know, tax lien investing is very lucrative, but I always like to let people know it is not easy because you can sometimes be looking at, 300 to 800 properties in 30 days. And so, um, you know, it, it is labor intensive, um, you know, because you, you know, you're, you're going against the big boys. And so you want to be able to catch the crumbs. This is how I've made my living is by catching the crumbs. And so, um, you know, you have to do more research than the average person. So, those would be my words of wisdom and, you know, just don't be intimidated. You know, there's many times where I don't win a bid, but, you know, it only takes seven free and clear properties to change somebody's life. Really one, but, you know, for somebody to leave their job, seven properties could make that happen easily. So those would be my words of wisdom. All right. Well, tell people where they're going. They want to find out more about this boot camp coming up this weekend. What website? Where okay. They to find they out can. Our website is gataxleanbootcamp.com. All of our social media is gataxleanbootcamp. And, you know, they can find me on all the social media, and they can register from any one of those places. We have several meetups, so we're on meetups dot com as well. Okay. So all right. So uh they need to come out if they're interested. At least if they come out they can learn about it. it doesn't mean they have to start right today. But right. So we have an introductory session tomorrow. If they go on our meetup okay. um page, they can see that. Um and then we ha- actually will be having a webinar on Wednesday. So if they can't come out Tuesday they can if they want to join us online, um they can um go on our social media to find about out about that webinar and then they can make a decision from there all right well if you want it like i said send me a link to all that stuff I, when i send out the replay of the show tomorrow i'll put those links in there and i uh, sure will so i think it, what you're doing is so important because it's helping people find alternative ways to generate wealth so if they have the money and the commitment and the time this sounds like a great way to do it mm-hmm. so all right. Well, I want to yeah. thank you for coming out tonight. Being patient with the brother, you know, like I said, he has some technical difficulties, but we work through. So, uh, but I look, you know, I look forward to seeing what you got coming up next. Send me the flyers. I'll make sure they get out there and uh, and see help you change some lives and still right. retire. Well, thanks for having okay. me, and I hope your listeners right. want to get involved in this secret billion-dollar industry. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll put it out there too. We'll see what they say. Okay. All right. All right. Thank Thanks you, Mark. Thanks for coming out. All right. Okay. So, as usual, I gave you another way 
to stand how to generate wealth, okay? But you got to learn how to do things to help yourself stay focused. As I talked about earlier about your relationships with your family and friends, these things are important. So I want you to just start thinking about things, you know. You got to start thinking about how to train your new mind, mindset. You got to figure out where you want to go, your destination. And then one of the most important things, you have to make a commitment. Not to other people, you got to make a commitment to yourself. And if you heard, collaboration is key. You got to have the right relationship. And the last thing I'm going to tell you this evening is you got to take action. You got to take the right steps. So this is Mark Parham. Cat Miller Talk Show. I want you to listen. I got great shows coming up for you. A lot of people have been reaching out to me. You can listen on Monday nights at 7 p.m. You can listen on Monday afternoons at 1 p.m. on the LMB Network. You can listen on Wednesdays at 1 p.m. on the LMB Network. And we're starting to produce other shows. So if you're interested in doing a show, contact me. I can help you put it together. So you listen to the Capital Talk Radio Show. I look forward to our next encounter. Thank you for joining us this evening on the Capital Builder Talk Radio Show with your host, Mark E. Parham. It is our mission to provide you with the information you need to make educated decisions. Decisions that will help you walk in your purpose. We are here every Monday evening starting at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. To be a guest or for more information, go to capbuildertalk.com. Please post comments on facebook.com forward slash capbuildertalk. We hope you enjoy the show.